0: This is the Maxing You Podcast. Maxing You Podcast. Where dating extraordinaire, fitness expert, and former Miss Marilyn talks all things self-growth and relationship elevation. She's got you covered on mindfulness, fitness, nutrition, relationships, and self-care. You got a girl that could finally do it all. You're one place to listen to for all the things that matter. Now, here's your host, Coach T. Guys, thanks for coming back. It's Coach T here with another episode of Maxing You. So, the holidays are up on us, and I thought that there is no better time than to talk about holiday eating. I think it's a huge topic because it's one of those things that people feel like they're in one camp or the other. Either you're in the camp that you're going to wait until 2021 before you start your New Year's resolutions, which will include a better, healthy lifestyle, you know, eating, nutrition. All that kind of good stuff, or you're one of the people who feels like you're going to be completely depriving yourself for the next um, two months as we're leading up uh, to the holiday season. And I think neither one of those things have to be the case. And if you've listened to the other podcasts and you know that my thesis on uh, fitness and nutrition is that it's got to be sustainable. I'm all about things that work. I like optimal results. I like to look good. I like to feel good. And I like my clients to also look and feel good. But what's important to me is that there's a longevity to their ability to do so, not just a quick fix. Because anyone can lose 10 pounds, but like, can you keep the 10 pounds off for five months or the 10 pounds only going to stay off for this month and now the weight is fluctuating? Are we really losing fat or are we just sort of manipulating water weight? These are the things that are really important to me. So for me, I love the holidays because I live in D.C. My family lives in Louisiana, most of them, um, and my husband's family lives in Delaware. So it's like the one time a year where we can sort of all get together. And so, you know, my mom also throws down in the kitchen and it's really nice because she cooks way better than I do. So it's really hard to say no to all the goodness um, that is holiday eating. Uh, So I've made a choice to be mindful about my eating and my clients who work with me, I also teach them the same thing. So today I'm just going to talk to you about a few practical things that you can actually implement during the holidays that are going to get you well on your way to being in better shape than you were when we started 2020, or it's going to allow you to maintain your weight so that we don't have any increases, any extra fat that we need to lose as we head into January. So here's the deal. Um, I've got a client, uh, my, one of my latest successes was Mrs. Louisiana 2020. She was a client of mine, gorgeous woman, beautiful. And her deal was she didn't really love exercise. So the easiest way for me to help her was to help with her nutrition. And here's what science says. Science says that most of us are going to be losing weight based on um, the food that we eat, based on the deficit in the caloric intake that we're that we're taking in. Um, as opposed to exercising to lose the fat. So food is sort of where it begins. The other stuff is great. It'll add to it, but the food is where it begins. So anyway, Sherry um, was not about the exercise life. She wanted to you know, have me help her with food, and I did just that. I only did her food plan, and when she um, won Mrs. Louisiana uh, several months ago, she was down 35 pounds just on my meal plan alone. And it wasn't anything drastic because she's Mrs. Louisiana. She lives in place with great food, delicious options. And so it's not about depriving. It's about just changing our mindset. So let's just jump into it. So here's what the, the metrics say. They say that when we start Thanksgiving and when we end in the new year, we're probably going to be about a 10-pound difference. And that is huge. That's like a big... Um, you know, a big, horrible way to start your, your, your new year and, and lots, lots of changes that have to happen. But here's the deal. When I am at Thanksgiving or Christmas or Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever your deal is, when you get excited about the holidays and you think about the food that you want, and you think about the food that your family's going to be preparing, the things that salivate in your mouth, right? You've got to think about what your top three things are that you want at the buffet, So what are the top three things that you want to eat that you're thinking about? Is it like your grandmother's pumpkin pie? Is it your mom's uh, stuffing? Like, what is it? Is it the fried turkey that someone's going to make? Think about it. And when you first get to the buffet, I want you to have that in mind. And then the second thing I want you to do is I want you to walk the line. So many of us, all the food is put on an island somewhere and everyone's serving themselves. Well, before you start putting anything on your plate, I am going to encourage you to just take a lap around the buffet. Take a look. Look at the whole smorgasbord and tell, you know, tell me, do you still want those same three things? Well, whatever the top three things are that you saw, I want you to fill your plate up with that first. And then you can put the other things, the little sides or whatever, the things that you like, but you don't love, you don't absolutely need, put those on the plate after. And the reason is because Cornell did a study and they found that when we're at the buffet, we fill our plate up with 75% of the first three things that we see. And so what does that mean? That means that after we, you know, put the other few things on our plate, we go sit down and we're realizing, oh, there's so much other stuff at the table that we like. So we've got to get up and have a second lap. And maybe it happens a third time. It happens during the holidays. But when you fill your plate up with the things that you love the most, you are less likely need to get up and have a second round right after the first. You're more likely to feel satisfied and happy with what you ate. So that's one thing that you can do. It always works. The other trick that I use is I always eat on a saucer. So a smaller plate, I fill it up, but it's a smaller plate. And that right there saves me about 30% of the caloric intake that I would if I filled up a larger plate. I always feel full. It's also deceptive to the mind, which then becomes deceptive to the stomach, and you feel like you're full because you just ate all this stuff. Um, And I'll tell you, never am I still hungry to want to get up and go again. Never, not not in that round. I might eat some more later that day, but never right after. Um, So the other thing that you can try is to eat with your non-dominant hand, and so that automatically slows you down. It makes you pay attention to what you're eating. It allows your brain to get the signal that you're full. And you're not just like rushing down and scarfing food down. Um, One of the other things that I I love, and I can even do better at this, is to to really be mindful with your eating, meaning when you're eating, you should just be eating, not eating and doing other activities. So this still pertains to, um, you know, to the holiday season, like sit down with your food, And enjoy the food and be present with the food. But don't be multitasking on social media, sending, you know, sending a snap, posting something on IG while you're eating. You're going to overeat and you're not going to be able to enjoy it. Now, let's say that you're at the table and you've eaten the food and now you feel like, hell yeah, I want to go back and get a second round, right? It happens. So before you do that, the first thing I want you to do is I want you to pop a sugar-free peppermint in your mouth. So I forgot to tell you, I want you to go to your holiday dinner with a pocket full of sugar-free peppermints. So there's that. So now pop a peppermint in your mouth and wait until it dissolves. Don't chew the damn thing. Wait until it dissolves. And once you let it dissolve, if you still feel like you want to go for a second round, go for the second round. But very likely you are going to feel like you don't really need it. You know, why do I need that? So that's a very easy trick to allow yourself to give yourself time, and also to sort of satisfy, um, you know, the immediate hunger craving that you think is a hunger craving, which is just simply an impulse to do what you've always done—go for a couple laps around the holiday table. So the next, and this happens, I'd say, to parents more than not, is this thing where we're eating and we're standing, and it happens around the holidays a lot because you're eating and you're talking to somebody. Or you're a parent, like I'm a parent, I've got four kids and someone's always saying like they want something else to drink or they want another thing. And so I really hate sitting down because it means like I have to just get up and sit down. It's like being at church. (laughs) So, you know, when you do that, you are more likely to overeat by about 10% because you're just sort of in like the snacking shoveling mode, again, not fully present. So that's something that you can absolutely um, do is sit down. And that right there is going to save you some calories on um, the holidays. So there are a couple, you know, things that we always need to be thinking about when we're eating. It's to sit down, to slowly chew and to stay in the moment with food. And so for a lot of people during the holidays, the holidays trigger lots of feelings and emotions about family, about what they have, they don't have, if they have a partner, if they don't have a partner, maybe someone passed away and all those emotions sort of come up. And it's really important that you don't tie your food to resolving those emotions, that you resolve those separately, that your food is meant to fuel you and you are enjoying the food. Absolutely. But it has nothing to do with the emotions. So be fully present in the moment of, um, of eating. I talk about this a little bit. I've shared this with my clients at least. So there was a point in my life where I was having some fertility issues, which is hard to believe now that I've got like a house full of kids. Um, But when I was sort of going through the trials and tribulations um, of, you know, working with a fertility doctor, I, my emotions were like all over the place. And I found that I was just sort of snacking and eating to just put away those feelings. And it was an immediate gratification. But as soon as I realized what I was doing, I was able to sort of change that around And although I was in good shape, I immediately lost like five pounds just from paying attention to that. So it's all these little things that absolutely add up. So the next is alcohol. I personally do not, um, you know, drink alcohol, but that's just because I'm usually always on my fitness game and, um, you know, I need to make sure I wake up early in the morning and all that stuff. But if alcohol is your thing during the holidays, obviously it's your time to enjoy it. So what's important is that you understand that your alcohol is going to fall into one of two buckets. It's either going to be part of your meal, which means you're going to need to include it in your macros. And we'll talk about that in another episode, but you need to include that in your macros or your alcohol. We need to consider a snack. And so now that's going to take the place of one of your snacks. So don't have alcohol and then, you know, get an energy bar because that just is not going to work. And the alcohol surrounding the holidays are usually cocktails that have, you know, lots of sugar, Um, or high-end carbs, all that stuff. So you've got to, like, find a place for it. Um, So that brings me to my other point. I tell everyone that during the holiday, you should have absolutely whatever it is that you want, okay? Still utilizing the tips and tricks that I'm telling you today, you'll find that you will be eating less, but you can have whatever the hell you want. But it's only a day, which means that the whole freaking season, you're not eating whatever you want. Um, You can eat indulge in things that you like, but it's going to be less of an indulgent moment because we're going to fit it around the appropriate macronutrients to mean that we're still on track for whatever our goals are. Um, So there's that. So the other thing that people really get into during the holidays is, I don't know, for us, like Thanksgiving dinner is prepared and we, you know, serve it probably, I don't know, like three o'clock, something like that, maybe a, a tad bit earlier. And so lots of times it's very impulsive to think, well, I'm going to eat all this food later. I'm I'm not going to eat breakfast. I'm not going to do any of that because, you know, I'm going to throw down. But the problem is that when you're starting to eat breakfast, you are like revving up your metabolism. It's starting to get going as opposed to finally sitting down to eat your first meal at Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas dinner, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever. And now like your metabolism hasn't even woken up yet. And now all this food is just sort of sludging. So be careful with that. It doesn't have to be a big heavy breakfast. I'm not saying get French toast and all that, but something that has nice protein base would be um, really good. So around the holidays, a lot of us um, talk about the the lack of ability to exercise, like getting to the gym becomes something that seems um, less likely to happen. And so this is a perfect time to sort of grab a friend, grab family members, and have them hold you accountable. And so I think it's important to talk to people about what your goals are for these next couple of months going into the 2021. And when when you talk to them about it, they will remind you when you are off track. So I have a client who uh, liked Coke. That was her thing. And I immediately told her when we decided that it was in our goals for the month that we were going to be, you know, cutting back on that. In fact, having no more Coke, I told her to immediately tell her sister because she works with her sister. She sees her all the time. So the first time that she decided to pop open a Coke and say like, I'm just having one, her sister was like, hell no, you're not. And that sort of reminded her. It shamed her a little bit and it made her realize like that's not on purpose with her goal set. And she immediately you know, stop doing that. It was very easy. But if you don't tell anybody about your goals, then who is holding you accountable? Like just the man in the mirror. And sometimes that is is not enough. The other thing that I tell people to do is to get involved with these Zoom classes. So I've got a program right now called Fit for the Holidays. You can find out about it at maxingu.com. Um, it's an amazing program. But one of the things that we have there are live workouts. So I Um, conduct live workouts and I have some of my celebrity trainer friends also who are teaching workouts to the group of us. And what's really cool is that all my clients during the holidays, they enlist their family and friends who they're hanging out with for the holidays to join the class. It's nice because everyone in the house is excited for the class to start. They're holding each other accountable to get the mats, you know, to get downstairs, get in the living room, whatever, and, and be ready to go. And that sort of accountability really goes a very long way. The other thing with exercising during the holidays is you've got to be okay with doing something different. So I know it's really difficult for those of us who have been working out for a long time or who seem very regimented. So for me, I have cardio and I have lifting and that's just my life. But, you know, I would be remiss if I didn't say that during the holidays, sometimes like, you know, shit does hit the fan and you've got to sort of operate within what you got. And for me, hit workouts are the way to go during the holiday season because you can burn just as much, just as many calories as you can at a moderate paced exercise or a low um, intensity exercise than you can at a high intensity. And you can cut the time by about half. So my goal for my clients is that we stay on plan. We've got a plan, a regular workout plan that they get on their app that I send them um, weekly. But in the event that something comes up, They know that four days a week, they've got to work out 30 minutes a day at high intensity. And that can look like very different things. That can look like interval training. So for instance, here's something I do. Um, Sometimes when I have meetings, and I do this even during non-holiday times, is I create sort of an interval training. And maybe I've got 10 minutes between calls. So what I do is I've got the tennis shoes by the door. I run. So I run for, I sprint for like five minutes. I allow myself to stop and sort of get like a a five-second break, and then I'm sprinting back the other way. But I keep doing that for a total of 10 minutes. And then that's like one set that I might go back in, take a call that I have to do, jump on a Zoom or whatever, and I go back again. I do that for a total of three times. And the amount of calories that I burn and the fat that I'm burning is equivalent to an hour of me doing moderate exercise. So these are the creative things that you've got to think about um, doing when you're in a pinch, because here's the deal. You are on your phone for more than 30 minutes a day. So if you're telling me that it's impossible for you to fit in exercise, that's just BS. I'm going to call BS on that. Um, The other thing is to do simple things like jumping rope. So I've got clients who jump rope and we do it in five minute intervals. We do it five times for five minute intervals. Um, And they're going at their highest capacity. So we're not just sort of moderately doing it we're like busting our ass while we're doing it and again that sort of takes the cake on what we need to do for exercise that day in the event that something comes up and during the holiday season although strength training is amazing as a um you know bikini athlete obviously I know the importance of that but during the holidays when you're eating all this stuff what you really need to be doing is burning the calories so that you don't gain extra weight um because you know That's just one of the things that comes up. So those are my um, immediate things that come to mind that you can practically do for um, the holiday season that's coming up. I talked to you guys just a second ago about my program, Fit for the Holidays. So I'll tell you about it. It's an amazing program. Basically, you get a personal trainer and a nutrition expert for one price, and they stay, me, I stay with you, for eight weeks. And for eight weeks, we sort of just bang it out. Um each week you get a meal plan. Um you, we can get that customized if you have some sort of dietary restrictions. Um but otherwise you get your meal plan. Everyone who knows my plan knows that the food is damn good because being a Louisiana girl like the food being seasoned and tasty is important. No cardboard food here. Um and it comes with recipes and a grocery list and all that stuff that makes your life very easy. And then um on Mondays I matriculate to you a uh, a workout guide. And so the workout guide will tell you how many reps, what exercise you need to do. There will be a video showing you what to do. So if you're like, what the heck is that exercise? You know what to do. And you check it off your list. And you've got a calendar that matriculates on your app and tells you everything um, that you need to do for the week. And that's really nice. And so then every two weeks, we check in. You check in with me. And we see where you are with your goals. And if we're on track, if we need to tweak something with the eating plan, if we need to alter something with your exercise plan, whatever the deal is, we figure it out and make sure that you are held accountable and you are moving toward your goal, which is extremely important. Um, And we also do our live classes, which are great. Like I was telling you about myself and my celebrity personal trainer friends join together. We've got Pilates, boxing, um, we've got HIIT workouts, we've got dance workouts, all these things that keep it interesting. And then the best part about it is we've got this amazing private VIP accountability group, which means that there are people just like you on the same journey as you, the same timeline as you who also happen to be, um, you know, on this journey and we come together in our private Facebook group and we hold each other accountable. We check in and hold each other accountable. But the really cool thing is that many of my um, clients have become amazing friends. Like I have people who are friends now that live in Ohio and Louisiana and New York and California and these really cool friendships that form. Um, But also the results that come out of it are amazing because you're held accountable by a private coach and you're held accountable by your friends who are in your accountability group. So that's something that you might wanna check out um, it's for a limited time. I'm not sure how many spots we have open right now, but it, certainly go to the website and take a peek Maxingyou.com. So that is this episode of maxing you. I hope you find it helpful and that these are tips that you can absolutely use while you're at the dinner table this holiday season. And I'm looking forward to seeing you next time on another episode. I'll see you later. This was another episode of Maxing You. Keep up with Coach T off the podcast and follow our Instagram at maxing underscore you. Follow us. Want some more of Maxing You? Yeah, I'm late. Yeah. Visit our site, maxingyou.com.